The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's a great Tuesday, Good News Day, and what a great saint we celebrate today. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, October 4th, 2022, Tuesday of the 27th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle 2, and Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary. Today is the memorial of St. Francis of Assisi, born in 1181. Serious illness brought him to see the emptiness of his frolicking life as the leader of Assisi's youth. From the cross in the neglected field chapel of San Damiano, Christ told him, Francis, go out and build up my house, for it is nearly falling down. He had no intention of founding an order, but once it began, he protected it and accepted all the legal structures needed to support it. His devotion and loyalty to the church were absolute. During the last years of his relatively short life, Francis was half-blind and seriously ill. Two years before his death, he received the stigmata. St. Francis of Assisi died in 1226. St. Francis, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, I do not know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and submit to them with all my heart for love of you, the Pope, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray for the Church, ever faithful to and courageous in preaching the Gospel. May the Church be a community of solidarity, fraternity, and welcome, always living in an atmosphere of synodality. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins, for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Lord Jesus, today we celebrate the feast day of one of your great friends, a great imitator of you, St. Francis of Assisi. He followed you so closely, Lord, that people called him the new man, that he had, in a certain sense, lost himself to be a particular, but a very perfect and close imitation of you. And today, Lord, in our prayer, I thought we could take to our conversation with you, our consideration today, two of St. Francis's virtues, two features of his spirituality. And they're connected. One is poverty, and the other is love for creation. St. Francis is, of course, Famous for his poverty, he 
gave up all things, literally stripped himself naked and confronted his father in the town square when he discovered his vocation, his radical detachment from the world to be this itinerant preacher and man of God without a home, without any possessions of his own, living off of the goodwill of others, being a mendicant and a beggar, someone who begged for his livelihood, for sustenance. And that poverty is coupled very closely with a great love for creation. It's kind of paradoxical. Giving up his own personal possessions, St. Francis nevertheless has this great appreciation for everything, great love for everything. But it's not a covetous love. It's not for him. And the thing that unites these two, that is the source of both of these aspects of St. Francis's spirituality, is you, Lord, is love of God. He was a man of deep prayer, radical prayer, radical adoration. He would spend all night in prayer, all night adoring God. Sometimes with just one aspiration, my God and my all. Deus meus et omnia. He would repeat that. Deus meus et omnia. My God and my all. And repeat it all night, letting his whole heart and his whole soul be immersed in the greatness of God. My God and my all. He's all I have. He's all that there is. He's the source of all that there is. Lord, remind us that poverty, detachment, is essential for this. You say it yourself. No one can serve two masters. We have to have either God or mammon. God or things. God or possessions as our master. And only with at least an interior deep interior detachment from the things we own, the things we earn, the things we enjoy, the things that are ours, only by being detached from all things will we be able to love God and say, my God and my all. And then from there, we realize, like St. Francis, Lord, that you're the source of all things. You're the father of all things as their creator. And this is where St. Francis's beautiful and very endearing love for creation comes from. It's because of his appreciation of God, God in himself, that he has this great appreciation for all creatures, right? all creatures great and small. True love of creation follows from love of God. True detachment also from creation for our own purposes, our own pleasures, opens up in our heart an appreciation for the value, the beauty of things in themselves. That our self-interest, our acquisitiveness, our materialism taints the world. It puts a kind of selfish tint on all the things that we come across. What can I get out of this? Is this pleasing to me? Does this interest me? Does this further my purposes? And free from that, we can appreciate the goodness and the beauty and the truth of everything, no matter how small. We see these themes of love of God and therefore of love of creatures in a beautiful prayer of St. Francis, a famous prayer that he composed, which we can bring to our own meditation today.
O Most High, All-Powerful, Good Lord God, to you belong praise, glory, honor, and blessing. And so he starts with love of God in himself. O Most High, All-Powerful, Good Lord God, to you belong praise, glory, honor, and blessing. And then he moves from there to praise creation, the work of God, or to praise God on account of his creation. Be praised, my Lord, for all your creation, and especially for our brother Son, who brings us the day and the light. He is strong and shines magnificently. O Lord, we think of you when we look at him. Be praised, my Lord, for Sister Moon and for the stars, which you have set shining and lovely in the heavens. Be praised, my Lord, for our brothers, wind and air, and every kind of weather by which you, Lord, Uphold life in all your creatures. Be praised, my Lord, for Sister Water, who is very useful to us, and humble, and precious, and pure. Be praised, my Lord, for Brother Fire, through whom you give us light in the darkness. He is bright, and lively, and strong. Be praised, my Lord, for Sister Earth, our mother, who nourishes us and sustains us, bringing forth fruits and vegetables of many kinds and flowers of many colors. Be praised, my Lord, for those who forgive for love of you, and for those who bear sickness and weakness, in peace and patience. You will grant them a crown. Be praised, my Lord, for our sister death, whom we must all face. I praise and bless you, Lord, and I give thanks to you, and I will serve you in all humility. What a beautiful attitude that St. Francis's detachment from things, his poverty, and his love of God has opened up for him. Because he loves God and because he's detached from material things, he has this newfound affection and respect for everything, for all of God's creation. He calls them brother, sister, mother. Why? Because he comes from the same source. God the Father, creator of the world maker of all things, seen and unseen, visible and invisible, that God, who's so good, can only make good things. And he makes them for us. The water is for us. The trees are for us. The mountains are for us. Not just to be used and manipulated. Of course, we have to use the earth as resources for our sustenance and our economy, of course, but not just as merely a means, but rather as something to be grateful for and to respect and to enjoy. We could call this Christian environmentalism. St. Francis isn't a pagan. He's not making an idol out of Sister Earth, Brother Fire. Rather, he's a Christian. He loves these things. He appreciates them because he sees their source in God. And he uses them rightly with a detached heart, doesn't abuse them because he sees their source in God and praises God for them. Lord Jesus, we can join our praise to the praise of St. Francis because you are the word. You are the word made flesh, but also the word through whom all things were made. When we see creation, when we see nature, we see you, Lord. 
the pattern of all things, the logos, the order, the meaning, the intelligibility of all things, the beauty of all things, come from you, patterned after you. Our Lord Jesus Christ, help us to have this twofold attitude of St. Francis of Assisi, a great poverty, a great detachment from things, coupled with a great love for things because of our love for God, God the Creator, and you, the Word through whom all things were made. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me. In this meditation, I ask your help to put them into effect, my Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 past the hour on Daybreak. On the Memorial of St. Francis, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. Our day of prayer with the whole church begins as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And And my my mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Know Know that he, the Lord, is is God. He made us, we belong to him. We We are his people, the sheep of his flock. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Go within his gates, giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Let God arise. Let his enemies flee before him. Let God arise. Let Let his enemies flee before him. Let God arise, let his foes be scattered. Let those who hate him flee before him. As smoke is blown away, so will they be blown away. Like wax that melts before the fire, so the wicked shall perish at the presence of God. But the just shall rejoice at the presence of God. They shall exult and dance for joy. O sing to the Lord. Make music to his name. Make a highway for him who rides on the clouds. Rejoice in the Lord. Exult at his presence. Father of the orphan, defender of the widow, such is God in his holy place. God gives the lonely a home to live in. He leads the prisoners forth into freedom. 
but rebels must dwell in a parched land. When you went forth, O God, at the head of your people, when you marched across the desert, the earth trembled. The heavens melted at the presence of God, at the presence of God, Israel's God. You poured down, O God, a generous rain. When your people were starved, you gave them new life. It was there that your people found a home, prepared in your goodness, O God, for the poor. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let God arise. Let Let his his enemies flee before him. Our God is a saving God. He, the Lord, holds the keys of death. Our Our God God is a saving God. God. He, the The Lord, holds the keys of death. The Lord gives the word to the bearers of good tidings. The Almighty has defeated a numberless army, and kings and armies are in flight, in flight while you are at rest among the sheepfolds. At home the women already share the spoil. They are covered with silver as the wings of a dove, its feathers brilliant with shining gold, and jewels flashing like snow on Mount Zalman. The mountains of Bashan are mighty mountains. High-ridged mountains are the mountains of Bashan. Why look with envy, you high-ridged mountains, at the mountains where God has chosen to dwell? It is there that the Lord shall dwell forever. The chariots of God are thousands upon thousands. The Lord has come from Sinai to the holy place. You have gone up on high. You have taken captives, receiving men in tribute, O God, even those who rebel into your dwelling, O Lord. May the Lord be blessed day after day. He bears our burdens, God our Savior. This God of ours is a God who saves. The Lord our God holds the keys of death. And God will smite the head of his foes, the crown of those who persist in their sins. The Lord said, I will bring them back from Bashan. I will bring them back from the depth of the sea. Then your feet will tread in their blood, and the tongues of your dog shall take their share of the foe. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Our Our God God is a saving God. God. He, the Lord, holds the keys of death. Kingdoms of earth, sing praise to God. Make music in honor of the Lord. Kingdoms of earth, sing praise to God. Make music in honor of the Lord. They see your solemn procession, O God, the procession of my God of my king to the sanctuary, the singers in the forefront, the musicians coming last, between them maidens sounding their timbrels. In festive gatherings, bless the Lord. Bless God, O you who are Israel's sons. There is Benjamin, least of the tribes at the head. 
Judah's princes, a mighty throng. Zebulon's princes, Naphtali's princes. Show forth, O God, show forth your might, your might, O God, which you have shown for us. For the sake of your temple high in Jerusalem, may kings come to you bringing their tribute. Threaten the wild beast that dwells in the reeds, the bands of the mighty and lords of the peoples. Let them bow down offering silver. Scatter the peoples who delight in war. Princes will make their way from Egypt. Ethiopia will stretch out her hands to God. Kingdoms of the earth, sing to God. Praise the Lord who rides on the heavens, the ancient heavens. He thunders his voice, his mighty voice. Come, acknowledge the power of God. His glory is on Israel. His might is in the skies. God is to be feared in his holy place. He is the Lord, Israel's God. He gives strength and power to his people. Blessed be God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, King of the universe, you have given us joy in your holy meal. Help us to understand the significance of your death and to acknowledge you as the conqueror of death seated at the right hand of the Father. Kingdoms of earth, sing sing praise praise to God. Make music in honor of the Lord. The Lord led this holy man along a sure path. He showed him the kingdom of God. From the first letter of the Apostle Paul to Timothy. You can depend on this. Whoever wants to be a bishop aspires to a noble task. A bishop must be irreproachable, married only once, of even-tempered, self-controlled, modest, and hospitable. He should be a good teacher. He must not be addicted to drink. He ought not be contentious, but rather gentle, a man of peace. Nor can he be someone who loves money. He must be a good manager of his own household, keeping his children under control without sacrificing his dignity. For if a man does not know how to manage his own house, how can he take care of the church of God? He should not be a new convert, lest he become conceited and thus incur the punishment once meted out to the devil. He must also be well thought of by those outside the church to ensure that he does not fall into disgrace and the devil's trap. In the same way, deacons must be serious, straightforward, and truthful. They may not overindulge in drink or give in to greed. They must hold fast to the divinely revealed faith with a clear conscience. They should be put on probation first. Then, if there is nothing against them, they may serve as deacons. 
The women, similarly, should be serious, not slanderous gossips. They should be temperate and entirely trustworthy. Deacons may be married but once and must be good managers of their children and their households. Those who serve well as deacons gain a worthy place for themselves and much assurance in their faith in Christ Jesus. Although I hope to visit you soon, I am writing to you about these matters so that if I should be delayed, you will know what kind of conduct befits a member of God's household, the church of the living God, the pillar and bulwark of truth. Wonderful indeed is the mystery of our faith. As we say in professing it, he was manifested in the flesh, vindicated in the spirit, seen by the angels, preached among the Gentiles, believed in throughout the world, taken up into glory. The Word of the Lord. You must have at heart every member of the flock, for the Holy Spirit has made you their shepherds. You must, must rule over the church of God, which he has made his own through the blood of his Son. The great quality of a steward is to be faithful to his duty. You must rule over the church of God, which he has made his own through the blood of his Son. From a letter written to all the faithful by St. Francis of Assisi. It was through his archangel, St. Gabriel, that the Father above made known to the holy and glorious Virgin Mary that the worthy, holy, and glorious word of the Father would come from heaven and take from her womb the real flesh of our human frailty. Though he was wealthy beyond reckoning, he still willingly chose to be poor with his blessed mother. And shortly before his passion, he celebrated the Passover with his disciples. Then he prayed to his father, saying, Father, if it be possible, let this cup be taken from me. Nevertheless, he reposed his will in the will of his father. The father willed that his blessed and glorious son, whom he gave to us and who was born for us, should through his own blood offer himself as a sacrificial victim on the altar of the cross. This was to be done not for himself, through whom all things were made, but for our sins. It was intended to leave us an example of how to follow in his footsteps. And he desires all of us to be saved through him and to receive him with pure heart and chaste body. Oh, how happy and blessed are those who love the Lord and do as the Lord himself said in the gospel. You shall love the Lord your God with your whole heart and your whole soul and your neighbor as yourself. Therefore, let us love God and adore him with pure heart and mind. This is his particular desire when he says, True worshipers adore the Father in spirit and truth. For all those who adore him must do so in the spirit of truth. Let us also direct to him our praises and prayers, saying, 
Our Father who art in heaven, since we must always pray and never grow slack. Furthermore, let us produce worthy fruits of penance. Let us love our neighbors as ourselves. Let us have charity and humility. Let us give alms because these cleanse our souls from the stains of sin. Men lose all the material things they leave behind them in this world, but they carry with them the reward of their charity and the alms they give. For these they will receive from the Lord the reward and recompense they deserve. We must not be wise and prudent according to the flesh. Rather, we must be simple, humble, and pure. We should never desire to be over others. Instead, we ought to be servants who are submissive to every human being for God's sake. The Spirit of the Lord will rest on all who live in this way and persevere in it to the end. He will permanently dwell in them. They will be the Father's children who do His work. They are the spouses, brothers, and mothers of our Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed are you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. Blessed are those of gentle spirit, they shall inherit the land. Blessed are you who hunger now, you shall be satisfied. Blessed are those of gentle spirit, they shall inherit the land. Let us pray. O God, by whose gift St. Francis was conformed to Christ in poverty and humility, grant that, by walking in Francis's footsteps, we may follow your Son, and through joyful charity come to be united with you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Twenty-four minutes before the hour, and we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Tuesday, October 4th, 2022, the Memorial of St. Francis of Assisi. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord visits his friends Mary and Martha from the 10th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. Now, as they went on their way, he entered a village, and a woman named Martha received him into her house. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she went to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things. One thing is needful. Mary has chosen the good portion, which shall not be taken away from her. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. 
we're celebrating St. Francis today, and he had such a love for the virtue of poverty that he was known to refer to it as Lady Poverty. But what kind of poverty are we talking about? Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 7, Special Feasts. The Lord makes his words resound in every age. You cannot serve God and mammon. It is impossible to please God to take to him all the ways of the earth if at the same time we are not open to making renunciations in the possession and enjoyment of material goods. This counsel of our Lord is particularly important in our own day. It may sound strange when the desire for comfort and selfish gain is so widespread. Many in society aspire to possess and spend more and to maximize life's pleasures as if this were the purpose of human existence. Real poverty is shown in many ways. In the first place, we enjoy created goods as gifts of God without considering them necessary for our health or rest. We can always do without them, given some goodwill. It is important to make demands on ourselves in daily life. In this way, we will not invent false problems or create needs really prompted by conceit, capriciousness, or a lazy and comfort-loving approach to life. We should stride towards God at a steady pace without carrying any dead weight or impediments that might hinder our progress. We can fall into creating needs for ourselves with respect to anything we use, including the equipment and implements of our profession, sports equipment, articles of clothing. St. Augustine advises the Christians of his time, be satisfied with what is sufficient. Any more than that is burdensome and does not bring relief. It will weigh you down and not support you. This doctor of the church knew well the struggles of the human heart. Truly, Christian poverty is not compatible with the possession of superfluous goods or with anxious longing for imagined necessities. Disordered desires for material goods are already an indication of lukewarmness and a lack of love of God. The virtue of poverty is shown in our finishing our professional work well and in taking care of things we wear, our home and its furnishings, and the tools we use, whether or not they belong to us. It shows clearly when we avoid inessential expenses even though our company pays them. It is also manifest if we truly never consider anything our own, and if we choose what is least attractive for ourselves, provided our choice passes unnoticed. In family life, we can discover many opportunities for putting the virtue of poverty into practice. We live the virtue well by accepting the shortage of material means with peace and calm and by avoiding capricious personal expense, vanity, luxury, and laziness. We are poor in spirit when we are consciously temperate in food and drink and always generous with others. One day, St. Francis had a great cross set up for his friars in the Abbey Chapel. While putting it up, he said to them, This should be your book of meditation. The poor man from Assisi well understood the relative worth of earthly goods. He knew where the true riches in life lie. Today, when society is so thoroughly impregnated with materialistic values, there is a need for Christians to love poverty with particular decisiveness. 
In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. 16 before the hour, and we pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. You have blessed your land. You have forgiven the sins of your people. Lord, you have blessed your land. You have forgiven the sins of your people. O Lord, you once favored your land and revived the fortunes of Jacob. 
You forgave the guilt of your people and covered all their sins. You averted all your rage. You calmed the heat of your anger. Revive us now, God, our helper. Put an end to your grievance against us. Will you be angry with us forever? Will your anger never cease? Will you not restore again our life, that your people may rejoice in you? Let us see, O Lord, your mercy, and give us your saving help. I will hear what the Lord God has to say, a voice that speaks of peace. Peace for his people and his friends and those who turn to him in their hearts. His help is near for those who fear him, and his glory will dwell in our land. Mercy and faithfulness have met. Justice and peace have embraced. Faithfulness shall spring from the earth and justice look down from the heavens. The Lord will make us prosper and our earth shall yield its fruit. Justice shall march before him and peace shall follow his steps. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, as it was, it was in, in the beginning, beginning is now and will be forever. Amen. Show us your mercy, Lord. Our misery is known to us. May no evil desires prevail over us, for your glory and love dwell in our hearts. Lord, you have blessed your land. You have forgiven the sins of your people. My soul has yearned for you in the night. And as morning breaks, I watch for your coming. My soul has yearned for you in the night, and as morning breaks, I watch for your coming. A strong city have we. He sets up walls and ramparts to protect us. Open up the gates to let in a nation that is just, one that keeps faith. A nation of firm purpose you keep in peace. In peace for its trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord is an eternal rock. The way of the just is smooth, the path of the just you make level. Yes, for your way and your judgments, O Lord, we look to you. Your name and your title are the desire of our souls. My soul yearns for you in the night. Yes, my spirit within me keeps vigil for you. When your judgment dawns upon the earth, the world's inhabitants learn justice. O Lord, you mete out peace to us, for it is you who have accomplished all we have done. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in, in the, beginning, the beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. My soul has yearned for you in the night, and as morning breaks I watch for your coming. Lord, let the light of your face shine upon us. Lord, let the light of your face shine upon us. O God, be gracious and bless us, and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon the earth and all nations learn your saving help. 
Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples. You guide the nations on earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its fruit, for God our God has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing till the ends of the earth revere him. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is, is now, now, and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Be gracious and bless us, Lord, and let your face shed its light on us, so that we can make you known with reverence and bring forth a harvest of justice. Lord, let the light of your face shine upon us. A reading from the letter to the Romans. Brothers, I beg you, through the mercy of God, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, your spiritual worship. Do not conform yourselves to this age, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, so that you may judge what is God's will, what is good, pleasing, and perfect. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the depths of his heart, the law of God is his guide. In the, In the depths, depths of, of his heart, the, the law of God, God is his guide. He will never lose his way. The law, the law of God, God is, is his guide. guide. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. In the, In the depths, depths of his heart, the law of God is his guide. Francis left this earth a poor and lowly man. He enters heaven rich in God's favor, greeted with songs of rejoicing. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Francis left this earth a poor and lowly man. He enters heaven rich in God's favor, greeted with songs of rejoicing. My brothers, let us praise Christ, asking to serve him and to be holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. Let us acclaim him. Lord, you alone are the Holy One. You desire to experience everything we experience but sin. Have mercy on us, Lord Jesus. Lord, you alone are the Holy One. You called us to love perfectly. Make us holy, Lord Jesus. Lord, you alone are the Holy One. You commissioned us to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Let your light shine on us, Lord Jesus. Lord, you You alone are are the Holy One. You desire to serve, not to be served. Help us, Lord Jesus, to give humble service to you and to our neighbors. Lord, you You alone are are the Holy One. You are in the form of God, sharing in the splendor of the Father. Lord Jesus, let us see the glory of your face. Lord, you alone are the Holy One. Let us make our prayers and praise complete by offering the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, by whose gift St. Francis was conformed to Christ in poverty and humility, Grant that, by walking in Francis's footsteps, we may follow your Son, and through joyful charity come to be united with you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. And a happy memorial of St. Francis to you. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do this again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. You go out now and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.